Hey, aloha, everybody. This is Jeff Reinbold, another edition of the Jeff Reinbold Show, and it is game day. It is Thursday, and we have Thursday night football tonight, and Mike and I are going to break it all down for you. We're going to make our picks for the weekend, so you better pay attention, especially if you're betting at 888-SPORT, the official betting partner of the National Football League in both the UK and Ireland. Mike's showing you the banners. That's a sponsor of ours. We're glad to bring you the show. Compliments of 888 Sport, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in Ireland and the UK. Um, 18 plus, be gamble aware. Big thanks to 888 Sport for the love. Jeff, this is going to go out in the Friday morning, so we're going to do our what is now our weekly tradition two weeks in. We're going to give our Thursday pick and look like either geniuses or idiots. A bit like last week, we were idiots. But before we do what? that, we, we, we got to talk. Whoa, we got, whoa, whoa. You know, don't no, no. I'm not. If you want to call you, I I made money last week on eight 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 sport. Oh, so I'm okay. just telling you, you you can take the shots if you want to, but I'm not taking a shot. All right. So I'm collected. By the way, this is a double espresso that I'm having here this afternoon. All right, because it's late in game yeah, you, week. We got we you, got a game coming up Saturday, and I'm ready. I got my game face on. Let's pick. You've been busy, Jeff. I mean, you like for people that aren't aware, like I, obviously we we chat a good bit. You've been, you, you've you've had a busy week. Uh, like if if we don't get time, I'll just do it now. Like, obviously, wish you the very very best this week. I know it's a big week for you guys, so the very very best luck. Let's get straight into it. Uh, before we do so, we announced the final part of your tour in Ireland this morning. We've got yep. Limerick. We've got how, Galway. How We've about we are hitting Alphonse, six, Dublin, Derry. Sites. Six cities are coming under the influence of this show. We're going to bring our show on the road live. We're going to have a blast in Dublin, right? In Limerick. In. You want to hit it? You want to hit it? You want to give them all? Yes. Cork. I've lost your voice all of a sudden here. I can't hear. I can't hear you. And 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 you know what that is? It's because I was in mute whenever you were talking. So I I've been talking to you for like the last maybe minute, and I was like, why is he not come? Now, now I realize this is why you're not coming back to me. So we've got Dublin, Cork, Belfast, Derry, and this morning, and and Limerick, and this morning you announced, or your social media manager announced, Galway, and Galway is flying off the shelves. So definitely. Definitely happy about that. You know, like I, I, I think it's going to be it. Jeff. I, I can't tell you how excited I am for it. Like I seen, for people wondering, we've got every venue announced apart from Cork. So, for example, we're going to the Woolshed in Dublin. We're going to the Mac Theatre in Belfast. We're going to the Playhouse Theatre in Derry, right in the city centre. And Derry is going to be great crack. Um, and there's a lot of NFL fans for even from Donegal as well. So make the short trip over the border and come and say hi. Um, Limerick is Cask Nightclub. And the scaf, I think it's, is it is it the scaf bar, the scaf bar. Uh, somebody said on the PFI Discord earlier on, Jeff in the scaf. So I like it. Uh, Cork going to be announced soon. Cork is flying the highest selling event that we've ever done outside of Dublin, ever. It's flying. It will sell out. Dublin's on the verge of selling out. Limerick's doing very very well. I sound like Donald Trump here with all these. Like it's doing it's doing excellently well. It is. I can assure you it is. And because I was in mute, I'm just going to go back to what I said a second ago. I didn't mean like idiots. I meant like I didn't pick the Lions to win last week is what I'm saying. So I, I, I'm interested. But Jeff, you must be buzzing. Uh-huh. This year, and you're also going to be uh-huh. in the as well. Lions, right? 
Did you pick? What did I tell? What did I tell you? Right? See, but you never listened to me. You know, there used to be when I first met you, right? When you were just getting started in this business, and you know, I I say something to you, and you pay attention. Now you're a big shot, right? Now you're big, you're big shot, and you don't hear anything anymore. I said, take the under, correct? And the under hit for me a bunch. So you just got to understand. I'm not going to give you bad information, my friend. So uh, trust I, I trust you, Jeff. Now, I'm going to trust this. So like, this is our Friday. So if you're listening to the podcast Friday morning, if you're watching live on Thursday, get your questions in the comments. you got to go to YouTube and type it in the comments. Search Jeff Ryan Bolcher or Pro Football Ireland. It'll come up for you. Or reply to Jeff or me on Twitter or X, which is not, it's not called. I'll get that by the end of the season, Jeff. We're going to go in. We're going to do like 20-ish minutes of our picks for this week. I'm really intrigued for this because we haven't talked about this, Jeff. We've got the Eagles against the Vikings, Thursday Night Football now. If you're on the podcast, it's already Friday morning. I'm going to go all in and say, I think the Eagles beat the Vikings. The Vikings go 0-2 and we've got our storyline for next week. It's Kirk Cousins washed. Are they going to win the NFC North? Are they in big trouble? Yada, yada, yada. I think with the game being in Philly, it's massive, Jeff. Massive. I, I'm, let me just say this about, and it's interesting because in our podcast on for Sky Sports, Inside the Huddle with Neil, Neil had, uh, you know, he, he called it the uh, uh, panic room, right? Or the, you know, teams that should be panicking right now. Nobody, you know, right now, like as they say in Italy, piano, piano, just relax, all right? Relax. You don't know what kind of football team you've got till about your about the fourth game. And then you start to get an idea of who you got. That's just the way it is now. So whether your team won or lost the first week, obviously you'd rather have them win. I under, I get all that. But if you're the Steelers, for example, there's no need to panic, right? If you're the Giants, I'd be concerned, but no need to panic, right? I think what you're going to see in this game, Mike, is you're going to see a Philadelphia team that's frustrated right now on offense. And you know, give the Patriots credit. The Patriots did a great job against them. The Patriots made them work for everything, right? But I think that the combination of the pass rush that the Eagles have, the fact that they're at home, and the fact that I truly believe that offense will, will you know, shake themselves out of it, their second half doldrums that they had up in New England. Um, I take, I like the Eagles in this one, uh, and I agree with you about the fact that Minnesota probably is going to go to 0-2. Um, I, I, I know there that's Kirk Cousins for whatever reason seems to be like this lightning rod of criticism. And, and, uh, you know, I don't know if that's really fair because the guy, you look at the guy's numbers and, you know, you know, everybody says, well, he can't win the big one. Let me tell you something. It's more than just him, right? It's more than just him. He, they won, I don't know, 10 games last year and they were playing basically without a defense on the field. So, you know, again, you know, Vikings fans, don't despair if you go to 0-2 because you're playing a very good team in the Eagles who's very, I think, embarrassed by the way they played in the second half up in New England. And they'll be very motivated to show their fans that, that uh, particularly Jalen Hurts, that, um, you know, he, he is one of the elite quarterbacks in the league. Bengals against the Ravens next. This game is in Cincinnati. Bengals 0-1-1. Joe Burrow doesn't show up last week. Jeff, Baltimore get the win against Houston in week 1-1-0. Um, a couple of big games in the AFC North this week. We'll talk about the Steelers-Browns one of that football in a bit. Intriguing game. I just feel like that the, the Bengals have to get a result. I, I feel like we don't know the full 
picture yet with the Ravens because of they played the Texans. But when you don't even have Mark Andrews on the field and you're beating the Texans like that, you have to think this game's going to be tight. I think the Bengals get it done. If they don't get it done, that's the biggest story I'm coming from week two. If, they, if the Bengals, who were in the Super Bowl two years ago, and they're in their window with Burrow at the minute, go 0-2, that is a huge story, and it's and you and you're right. And folks, you know, listen to inside the huddle with Neil and Jeff as well, there because like if you're gonna break down those teams, it's great to hear. But it's it's so important this week, Jeff, and this is a key game to show that importance. Also, well, I think it's really an important game because of the fact that if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, you don't want to go zero and two in your division to start the season. It's it's tough enough to go zero and two to start the season. It's really difficult when you lose two games against people in your division in the first two weeks. Cincinnati's got to bounce back. Now, here's the thing. We still don't know about Mark Andrews' health, right? How If he plays, how well he's going to play, how, how healthy he'll be, will he play, all of that. And we know J.K. Dobbins is out. So that's another hole in that offense. Um, Cincinnati, I cannot believe, with all the players that they have on offense, I cannot believe that they'll struggle again as bad as they did against the Browns. Now, again, give the Browns credit, right? Because they went, they had a great game plan, and and uh, you know, Jim Schwartz, the defensive coordinator, the new defensive coordinator in Cleveland, I thought did a great job. But you're talking about one of the most explosive offenses in football. One of the reasons why I said last week take the under early is because a lot of these quarterbacks have not had any game experience with the guys they're playing with since last year. And that's a long time ago. You, you can say what you want. Well, they get practice work every day. It's practice work. The speed of practice and the speed of games are completely different. So I look for Cincinnati to bounce back. I know the Ravens will make it tough on them. I think this game will be in, you know, in the mid-20s. I think it'll be a less than five-point game. But I would be really uh, – I wouldn't be shocked – but I would be surprised if Cincinnati doesn't come out and, and really play much, much better on offense particularly. Who day you care are going to love you, Jeff. Tip the Bengals as well. The boys are going to love you. If you want to go to the UK, Jeff is in Manchester, December the 2nd. Search Band on the Wall, Jeff Reinbold, Manchester. More UK dates coming when I'm allowed to leave the house and leave this den behind me. Jeff, Lions Seahawks is the hell of a game because with the Lions and the expectation now, Going into going up against Seattle in Detroit, where Seattle lose their first game of the season in a manner that nobody really expected against the Rams. This is such a tasty matchup. I love it. Six o'clock game, early window. Who's going to win? Well, let's talk about the first thing about Seattle. Seattle did not play well defensively at all. Puka Nakua, right? And and that's not one of the top rookies that you hear. You know, we came out of training camp saying, "Oh, we knew about Zay Flowers. We knew." about Bijan Robinson. We knew about some of those guys. This kid ends up having a career day, his first day, 10 catches. And, you know, that really would shake me a little bit if I'm if I'm Seattle because – and I'm taking nothing away from the kid. That is – that's too many yards and too many receptions to give up to a, to a rookie. Now, you know, you're going to go into Detroit – and you got to handle St. Brown. Reynolds has been good. I think you're going to see more more touches for for the, the rookie phenom. That running back they have is really really a good player. Um, the Lions are at home. It'll be in the dome, and the noise in there will be deafening. I think the Lions go to two and zero, and the Seahawks go to zero and two, and 
I think that, you know, people will finally wake up. And I think that if you look at the last 11 games, I think the Lions are nine, nine and two in the last 11 games. So I don't know what more they have to do for people to say they're for real. And Jared Goff, who was thrown away by the Rams, and uh, he's, he's now within 44 completions of the all-time number of passes thrown without an interception. 44. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, so he's protecting the ball. And, you know, when you do that and you can run the ball like they can run the ball, and you play defense and play as hard as the Lions play, it's, t- it's a good combination. You're going to win a lot of football games that way. Pete's guys, on the other hand, they got to, you know, I, th- I heard uh, DK Metcalf say, you know, his effort wasn't very good in the opening yeah. game. How in the world can you not have admit that you had an effort issue? In a, you only play in 17 times. You haven't played in a year, right? You, yeah. you would think you know, that the entire team would be just ready to, you know, knock the locker room doors down to go out and play. But that wasn't the case in Seattle. And Aaron Donald dominated inside. Well, you know, they're going to they're gonna see it from the other side. Now you're going to get Hutchinson this week. And, and he was outstanding in Kansas City. So um, I'm going to take the Lions. I'll, I'll move on to the next game, but I'm going to take the Lions as well. And I think it'll be interesting if Seattle goes to 0-2. Um, do get your questions in, folks, if you're watching this live. We'll, we'll get that in the second segment, which is on a podcast for people listening. And a happy Friday morning to those that are listening. Texans-Colts, Jeff. Um, I liked the way the Colts played last week. I liked seeing Anthony Richardson. I, I'm a big fan of what his potential is. This is going to be an interesting test for him going into Houston. And two teams that are 0-1 trying to get their first win of the season. I'm going to take the Colts in a close game. Intrigued to see how both rookies play. Yeah, I, I I think it's going to be interesting to see C.J. Stroud is he going to is he going to be better in his second start because he looked like a rookie in his first start and I would say the same thing about Richardson. Richardson did some really good things, particularly early in the game, broke down at critical times. I think when you look at these two teams, right, and, and that's we're picking trying to pick a winner here. Look at the two teams. Look at the rosters, right? And when you look at the rosters, you gotta say that the Colts are a better football team. Now that doesn't guarantee them winning, but you got to say they, you know, if you went player for player, that a far, you, if you were choosing a team, like you're playing pickup on the street corner and you said, okay, give me, you know, give me a tight end or give me a wide receiver. What most of the people you pick would be Colts guys in this matchup. And so I'm going to, I'm going to go with the better roster and I'm going to take the Colts. I think it's going to be close. One game away from our Sky game, which we'll talk. I can't wait to talk about this in a minute. Bucks Bears. Um, game is in Tampa. The Bears have a disappointing start to the season last week against the Packers, where they don't win, they don't get near it at all. And would you call it a blowout? The question. Baker, Baker, and the Bucks going in to Minnesota and getting a close win. Do you know what, Jeff? Like any Ireland rugby fan at the minute, I love a good bandwagon train. And I'm all on board this Baker Mayfield bandwagon train. I, I I want to see Baker play well this season. I want to see Baker be given a chance this season in a less competitive, in my opinion, NFC. I'll, I'll take the Bucks in this game going 2-0 and in the season and really upsetting the Apple card a little. I think if they can get to three or four wins in the next month, they could be in with a, sh- in with a chance, at least, of potentially getting this division if they keep it up. 
Now, who would have thought that would be a conversation a week ago? That's the biggest overreaction you've probably heard all year so far. Well, I think, I think you know, let's look at the, again, look at the two teams. The Bucks still have a lot of good players, particularly on defense from that Super Bowl team. They've got to keep developing their offensive line. They've got to run the football some. Uh, but, they, you know, again, they've got receivers. They've got Baker, if he protects the football and plays within the game, when I say in within the game, plays within the scheme, play, lets the game come to him, he can be an effective enough quarterback. I'm really worried about the Bears. And I know Poles has been taking all kinds of shots this week for trades that he's made, guys that he hasn't drafted, all that stuff. But what concerns me is when you watch Chase Claypool play, he looked like he completely had no interest in being out there. And that's a guy that you gave up a lot of you know, draft capital for and he's got to be a player for you. And right now he's not. And until he, you know, I, I don't know if there's something wrong with him or whether he's got, he's dealing with some issues or whatever it is. When you put on the tape and you watch the tape and I watch the tape, we get all the NFL games here, all, all 22. So I watch every game every week. And, you know, you would, he, you would have to seriously, seriously call him in and, have a you know have a come to Jesus talk with him the way he played last come week. to Jesus talk I love it last week <laughs> against the Packers so Claypool's got to play uh, you know they've got to get they got to get DJ Moore going they got to get that offense cranking because there's some questions still about Fields there's questions about that offensive line right and you know Tampa Bay's got a got a good football team. And like I said, if Baker plays within himself and doesn't try and do too many things and all of that, they should handle the Bears. We got to crank it up as well. It's nearly Jesus time for us because we got to get through all these games in the next 12, 13 minutes. The game on Sky in the early window was the Jaguars against the Chiefs. The home opener for the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville before they head to London in two weeks for a two-week stay for the first time ever. Jeff, this is a hell of a game because of the implications for the first time, arguably, in Patrick Mahomes' career in Kansas City. Can you imagine a situation in on Monday morning with the Kansas City Chiefs 0-2? And the only reason I say that is because of how lethal, albeit against the opposition last week, how lethal that Jacksonville Jaguars offense looked. They will stay in that game. They will remain a factor in that game for all four quarters. And I'm taking the upset. I'm taking the Jags to beat the Chiefs on Sunday. I, I think the Chiefs go one too. Not like there's nothing to worry about for Chiefs fans. Bit of a bump in the road. They'll they'll still win the Super Bowl in Vegas, but uh, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to put out a statement win on Sunday. Is that even a bold, a bold statement now because they look that good? Well, I think there's a, a couple of things that we got to consider here. What's Kelsey's health? Right? Is he going to be back with him? Was it a one-off for Kadarius Tony that he was going to be that bad? Three crucial drops. One turned into a touchdown. Uh, you know, I have faith in the Chiefs. I have faith in the Chiefs, the way they're built. I have faith in the organization, the way they built that team. Chris Jones is going to be back now. Again, I don't know how many snaps he's going to be able to take, but, you know, as a defensive lineman, it's a little bit easier. You can roll him through in pass rush situations, let him do his thing. Um, I like the Jags. The Jags are well coached, extremely well coached on offense with Doug Peterson. But I, I believe that that game against Detroit was a wake-up call to Kansas City, and I fully expect Patrick Mahomes to come into Jacksonville with a vengeance and 
I think the Chiefs will win in what will be a close and I think high scoring game. Game of the week for you, yeah? Yeah, I think it's a great game. I'm glad Sky has it. And I encourage everybody that if you if you're a subscriber to Sky to watch the game. If not, I I'd subscribe because it's get a game cool. pass for today. Get a Sky pass for today, whatever it's called. And listen to listen to Jeff and Needle inside the huddle next week. That game is in Sky's a great game as well. Falcons, Packers. Jordan Love's official home debut in Lambeau Field. I have to give a shout out to our boy Don Whelan as well. Week two in the NFL. Keeper let Don, good man. But Jeff, this is an interesting time to play the Falcons team with with Bijan, with Tyler Algier, with Desmond Ritter, just looking really, really fresh, especially in the run game. And like Tyler Algier really he was a story as well, not just Bijan last week. They've got a great run game, they've got a good offense. And I feel like they can make waves in this game. But Jordan loves class. I'm I'm rolling with the Packers. I'm gonna say Packers go two and zero, and the love hype train continues to roll through Lambeau Field. Well, I, I think I agree with you that the Packers are gonna win this game. I think the Packers will go two and zero. Atlanta, I'm not sold on Atlanta's passing game. Desmond Ritter, you know, again, I think Desmond Ritter's a serviceable quarterback right now in his career. Uh, he's he's got to take a step for their passing game to be effective. But boy, Bijan is a special player, and Algier, and you know they'll have to lean on the run game. And and again, if that's a that would be a good formula going into Lambeau, take the crowd out of the game, run the ball, keep Jordan Love on the other sideline. What they cannot have happen, Atlanta, is get it gets into a track meet, a shootout, because they're not equipped for that. If they can keep it close and grind away, and you know, run the ball, keep first downs going, move the chains, they got a chance but I don't think it's a great chance, so I'm going to take Green Bay. Love it, my man. Love it, my man. Um, Bills Raiders, Bills have a point to prove. Huge I've game. Huge. Massive game. Huge football game. And I'm going to tell you something. We're 45 minutes from Buffalo, and you can feel it even up here. Is there a lot of tension at the minute, Jeff? Oh, I'm telling you. You talk about a, a place that is on the verge of panic. It's Buffalo. Josh Allen. If Jeff, if they go 0-2 this week, do you think they'll melt down? I think there's a possibility of a meltdown, right? Because here's the thing. You saw it on the sideline, right? You see Stephon Diggs on the sideline, right, after some of those interceptions. He's over there telling the quarterback to be smart, right? Josh Allen has got to understand you've got to protect the football. You cannot turn. He's responsible for, personally for four turnovers in a game, three interceptions and a fumble. He has more turnovers than any quarterback in the National Football League in, I think, in the last two years. So you cannot play that way and put your defense at risk constantly like he did. They should have won the game in New York against the Jets, right? They should have. But should have sometimes don't come through. What comes through is execution and protecting the football, right? And see, he's got to understand, let the game come to him a little bit more. And they got to find a running game. Cook's a good running back, but when you see it eight or ten times, you can't establish a rhythm and you can't establish a run game. And I think they need a run game to help their defense and to help their quarterback, frankly. Right now, the people in Buffalo, the Buffalo fans, are nervous. Let me just say that. You listen to sports talk radio here, WGR, they are nervous. They are concerned, and they're not very happy right now. So there's a lot of angst in Buffalo. You know, I'm going to take Buffalo to win. But the Raiders are better, and you better, they better, Buffalo better come to play. You know, the NFL season's back when Jeff eventually does his Raiders impression. So uh, we'll see. The uh, It's not happening this week, no? Maybe you have to go 2 0. 
I, I just I think that the Raiders are the Raiders are better. I think Garoppolo makes them better. I think you know they've got a ways to go yet, particularly. But on Jeff, the- if they won, if if they if they go to Buffalo and win, and Jacksonville beat Kansas City, there's a serious opportunity there. I know, I know, I know it's Kansas City. I know it's Patrick Mahomes, and I know you got Justin Herbert, and who knows what happened to Russell Wilson in the AFC West. But if they went to two and zero, and the unthinkable happened in Jacksonville this weekend. What an opportunity for Jimmy Garoppolo in this division! Huge. Well, yeah, you can you can say that hypothetical situation. Yes, it is. But again, you know, again, that's all stuff for guys like you and me to chew chew, chew up and spit out and throw around a little bit. You know, and it's fun at the bar and everybody's talking about all. But the reality of it is, it's the second game of the season, and this fan base, and, and this is where it, when the expectations get so high. And they realize they're in a uh, they in they're in a Super Bowl window, and then every loss is multiplied. It's amplified. It's bigger than it really, really is. And for Sean McDermott and his coaching staff, they've got to say, "Flush it. We're on to next week. We're just trying to get better this week." It's not you know it's not a crusade to get to one and one, right? Like it is for the fans. They've got to just get better and take care of their own business. Fred asking, hi, Fred. Are you near St. Catharines, Jeff? He says it's a lovely part of the world. Tell me we're just north of St. Catharines, Fred. And Fred, you know, Fred is an Irishman who came over here and played soccer, college soccer, at you know, at a school in Erie, Pennsylvania, which is just down the road. I had no idea. Yep. I did not know that. And I, I, I know now. He let, me, about... he let me in on that one at the Dublin uh, at the Dublin meetup last year. And here's our lovely poll for saying Dublin, February the 1st. Link tree slash NFL Ireland. Uh, right, Jeff, we've got like eight games to go. And we haven't done the second podcast yet. Titans, Chargers, uh, big test for the Chargers. Let 36 points in last week, albeit two. It was awesome. I'm going to say Chargers go to Tennessee, get the win, put a statement win out and go to one on one. What do you think? I think I think Tennessee at home. I like Tennessee. I like Tennessee's toughness. Um, you know, Henry did not see the ball very much last week, but I'm going to tell you something. They're a good football team, and they're a tough football team, and a resilient football team, and a well-coached football team. I can't say those same things right now about the LA Chargers after what I watched on film. Right? LA is talented at all three levels, but that defense gave up more yards than any defense in the air in Brandon Staley's coaching career. Right? Tua had the fourth best opening day of all time, and granted, granted, it's that was the Dolphins and that track team that they have. But I'm going to tell you something. Tennessee is a good football team. And they're extremely well coached and they're tough and they're at home. I'm going to take Tennessee. Now, you're going to laugh at me here. I love this game. Levi South, the Rams, the Niners. After how Matthew Stafford, Williams, and Pacoa played last week, never mind 2-2. I know they're playing the Niners. I know the, the Niners were incredible last week. But I think this could be a wee bit closer. I think the Niners will win. But as a neutral, I'd love to see the Rams continue to play this sort of football they did last week and, and get down the field. Because if they do long-term this season, they've got a decent team where a lot of people thought they wouldn't have. They've got issues, obviously, with Aaron Donald and the, the future and all that mixed into it. I want to see a good game. This is a former NFC Championship game two years ago when Levi's Cypress, they all call it down there. What's your thoughts this weekend, Jeff? 
I think that the 49ers will win. I think the 49ers are a really, really good football team. They might be right now the best football team in the National Football League. So, you know, we know what the Rams are. Uh, Cooper Cup's not going to play. And obviously Stafford will make his throws. He'll do so on things. But here, here it is. Like, this is a whole nother animal they're playing against on defense. That 49er defense is as good as I can remember a 49ers defense being. And I'm going all the way back you know, to when Robert Sala was there and, you know, everybody was talking about how, you know, how great their front four was and all that. They've got better depth now. They're better, I think, in the secondary now. They still got the linebackers that can run all over the field. This is a different defense than the lot, excuse me, than the Rams that played. And I'm going to take the 49ers to win this and go 2-0. Game of the week, my man. Game of the week. Cardinals, Giants. Who you got? Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, games in Arizona. I don't know. Giants, if, maybe. If you're, if, if you're the Giants, now another team that would ha, would have to say I've got concerns is the Giants because the thing that we we wanted to see out of the Giants, the thing that we thought we would see out of the Giants, the thing that the Giants fans need to see is they need that offensive line to show that they can run the ball and they can protect their quarterback because every time that the Cowboys lined up they were getting up the field and getting pressure they were they were you know destroyed the run game vertically and Micah Parsons it was interesting I'm gonna I'm gonna diagram this I think on uh, on uh, my Twitter account and use my telestrator to show just the impact that Micah Parsons had in the game because they would just match him up with whoever they wanted in pass downs and there, you know if he didn't get help the guard particularly was just had no chance, and I mean no chance of blocking him. So for for that whole for Neil and that old offensive line in New York, you know it's time to you know it's time to stick your feet in the ground and and you know protect your quarterback, establish a running game, be the be the physical team that we thought you'd be. But it was it wasn't just one phase in New York; it was all three phases that got dominated. And so this is a huge huge game, and the. The doctor couldn't have given the Giants a better prescription to get healthy than go play the Cardinals because the Cardinals are not a very good football team. And they're in rebuild mold. And they yes, they did go out and they, and they hung around for a while against, you know, the commanders. But, you know, I just don't feel like when you look at that roster that they're anywhere close enough, you know, to be in a, a team that can beat the New York Giants. I can't wait to sit and listen with you in a pub in Galway on a Friday night listening to this analysis with a Guinness chef. I can't wait. It's going to be good. Coming to you soon. Uh, Cowboys Jets is on Sky this week, 9.25 Ireland UK time. Uh, looking forward to that. That game is only on Sky. You have to get Game Pass for all the other games uh, apart from the 6pm Chiefs-Jaguars game. Uh, Zach Wilson, obviously, the Rogerless Jets. Jeff, look, I'll make, I'll make it short and sweet so you can give your analysis the Cowboys are a very, very good football team. I think they showed their class last week to an extent against the Giants. So bring it on. Bring it on. I, I think the Cowboys will win this game comfortably. But I hope it's half decent for at least a couple of quarters. Well, you know what? Uh, one of our one of our most loyal listeners is an, is an Irishman, uh, Fred Flunk, who you know listens to every show every week. And he is a tremendous Cowboy fan. And he's got to be just excited about what he saw in New York last week on the road against an in, you know, in division rival. Um, 
I think this is going to be a, a key, key game for the Cowboys because they're, I don't see the Cowboys dominating in all three phases like they did last week. I think they can, I think they can dominate in the defensive aspect of it. Now, how is Dak going to play? Dak was very pedestrian last week. And for, for him, for the Cowboys to, to really make a dent this year, for, for them to make a Super Bowl run, to win the division, to do the things that they've got in front of them, he's going to have to play well. And this is a game where we're going to start to measure him a little bit because he's going to get put in some situations where he can't just hand the ball off anymore. He's going to have to make plays with his arm. And, you know, after you watching that game last week, he's got to come a ways. But I still think Dallas is one of the elite teams in the NFC, and I'll take the Cowboys. We've got four more games, and we're going to get some questions in in the second podcast. Uh, Broncos Commanders, literally breaking news as we were here, Chase Young, full participant in practice for the commanders today big result for them luck jeff i'm i'm picking the broncos my life the, the broncos are winning this game on sunday they have to win a bloody game if they're not going to beat the commanders at home then what are we doing here one and one broncos and just don't say the commanders now yeah please well you know i was a little bit encouraged by what we saw some out of russell wilson you know there were some evidences of or examples of fact that you know he was making throws he looked much better in the pocket he looked more in control of the offense the question I have right now with the with the Broncos is can they get the ball down the field they, they've got better receiver group than they've shown uh, I think their defense is going to be fine um, you know they're they're a team that it's going to they're, they're going to have to get better as the as the season wears on but I think I think this is one I'll take the Broncos in. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that. Right, three more games. Patriots, Dolphins, Dolphins, Jeff. Some of that football. The game is in. Uh, I'm nearly going to say it's in New England. Is it? Yeah, it's in New England. So the, the Patriots get two home games in a row to start the season off. To a masterclass. Game over at the half. Miami. I'm not. I'm not buying that. I, I'm no? not buying that because here's the thing. Look at the game last week. Where, if you were the, if you were a Dolphin fan, are you the general manager of the Dolphins or whatever? Where would you say you really did not play very well? You got to win. Yes, you did. You threw for a ton of yards. You got all that stuff happening. Defense, oh, defensively, and against the run, right? And and Vic did not look happy at the end of that game. Oh no, and you know that he's not happy. He's, I mean, he's happy won, but he's not happy with his defense's performance, and. I'm sure that the Patriots are going to come out and you're going to get a, you know, they're going to get a ton of Ramondre Stevenson. They're going to get a ton of Zeke Elliott and the Patriots know they've got to get some balance in the offense. And, you know, Kendrick Bourne's going to have to have a big day for the, you know, they just can't get in a match them score for score game against the Dolphins because they can't, they can't play that game. But if they can grind it against the Dolphins, if they go old school against the Dolphins, if they, they can go full Bill Belichick against the Dolphins, then they got a chance. And, you know, we're talking about a master, a master at taking players away. One of the things that the Belichick has done better than anybody since he was a defensive coordinator, you know, back in the day for Parcells was take the other team's best player away. Right. And who's the other team's best player It's Tyreek Hill. He gonna, he, he's going to get a snoot full of double team all day long. And took the, they're going to force 
you know, they're going to force Tua to go to other threats, right? So I think that this is a game that the Dolphins should win, but I think it's a game that Miami's going to make a work real hard to win. Right, two quick ones because we do have to bounce to start doing questions. Pan for Saints is on Sky Sports Mix and Game Pass. Double bill Monday Night Football, Tuesday Morning Football for us and the Steelers-Browns. Let's double team on this one. I'm going to take the Saints. I was impressed with the way that the Saints go over the line last week against Tennessee, Jeff. And I think this is a huge game on Monday night for the Steelers. They, they have to win this game or else their season's... I don't want to say their season's over in week two, but it's a very hard to, to crawl back in their position when Kenny's losing confidence at 0-2 in the AFC North when you've already lost to a divisional rival. I'm going to say the Saints win. I'm going to say the Steelers get over the line. Cam Hayward out for eight weeks. Deontay Johnson's week to week. He'll not be playing on, Sunday or on Monday. Um, what's your thoughts on these two games, Jeffrey? I, I like I like exactly what you called. I, I was impressed with uh, Derek Carr. Started off, you know, horribly. Struggled, struggled, struggled. You know, I, there's a great clip of him asking the coach to, to call the deep ball one more time because he felt that he could hit it, and he did hit it late in the game, which really put him over it over the you know over the top I you know I think they've got a good football team good defense um it's it's going to be a physical game but I I'll take the Saints and again I agree with you the Steelers are better than they played last week you know Mike Tomlin is a master at getting the most out of his players you know this has been a tough week in Pittsburgh in practice they're very you know they're they're working hard to correct all those things Kenny Pickett has got to settle down in the pocket they got to, you know, they got to protect him better, and they got to run the football. Najee's got to have a good day, but I think the Steelers will win also. Yeah, I really didn't have a run game last week. That's going to be key to that game. So let's see what happens with Najee and the guys this week. Big shout out to Tip the Bengals who just joined the stream right now, and he's thinking this he's this boy's talking about the Steelers again. Yes, I am. 